podcast my name is keenan joined by my brother kyle in person again which is great kyle how's it going i'm all right i'm tired i can't lie we had a nice meal a little over an hour ago mm-hmm. and i feel like i've been in a food coma <laughs> since that i was kind of <laughs> tired for whatever reason uh i mean we went out last night yeah. went to some karaoke which was cool it was kind of lit it was it was fun uh-huh. it was fun i had a good time i had a good time but uh I'm tired. I don't know. It feels like a Sunday. It's Thursday. My whole entire, we were talking about this actually at dinner, like the entire week from like the 24th to New Year's, everything gets thrown off in time because you get more time off typically from like regular jobs than you normally would. Uh, It's obviously family oriented. So everything just gets thrown off. And right now I couldn't tell you, I know it's Thursday, obviously, because there's Thursday night football on. Otherwise, I couldn't have told you what day it was. It's just a day. It's just a day. I have no idea. I agree. No, I'm. My routine is all out of whack. Yeah. Uh, it does not. Like I said, it does not feel like a Thursday. It feels like a Sunday. Uh, I'm hoping to catch up, though. I'm hoping to catch mm-hmm. up. I'll be here for the weekend, but everything just still feels holiday. I mean, it is the holidays, but yeah. yeah so we were talking a little bit off camera. And I know you're not doing much for tonight. Are you doing stuff this weekend? As far uh, as wagering? Wagering wise. Because I know last weekend wasn't good for you. Wasn't good for huh. me. Probably wasn't good for a lot of America because it didn't go nearly as well how you thought it would be scripted. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got to play this weekend <laughs> for sure. I mean, I'm for taking sure. tonight off. It was a traumatic weekend. I don't want to say. I mean, yeah, it was a traumatic weekend. It's I a guess. traumatic sports betting weekend, uh, not obviously like an actual traumatic weekend. So, you know, I'm not going to play tonight, even though I feel like the Browns are definitely going to win. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. But we got the Saturday game. We got a ton of games on Sunday. The whole entire slate is on Sunday. There's no Monday night game. Yeah. Um, And I'm hoping to, you know, watch some NBA tomorrow. I haven't watched any games this week. Which is crazy. Again, I just feel so out of rhythm, so out of sorts. Like, I don't even I have no idea where I'm going with these picks. And usually I have some sort of idea. But I normally go into it either with everything written down or if I don't have it written down, I have like re- pretty much like my reasoning and everything already. This week has just been such it's been crazy and in going into it. But without further ado, we can get into these picks for the week. Let's do it. Uh, we already kind of alluded to it a little bit uh jets versus cleveland cleveland's favored by seven and a half by seven almost a seven and a half by seven kyle you have cleveland what's the score you got i'm gonna say 23 to 10 cleveland uh even though it's trevor simeon which is an upgrade over zach wilson it's cleveland at home they hold their opponents to about 10 points per game at home everything's favoring the Browns, even though it feels like it's a game they would lose just because that's, I feel like the hardest weeks to cap in the NFL would be weeks one 
Mm-hmm. And then these last three weeks, like 16, 17, 18, because there's so many teams who have nothing to play for. Yep. And then in week one, everybody's got everything to play for, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can kind of put that to the first few weeks. Be, oh, it's a little easier, I think. But I think in particular, these three last weeks, you know, you can chalk it up to any sort of outcome and it might happen. I mean, look at the Pats, Pats and Broncos, uh, <laughs> the Ravens and Niners. You know, if you would have Chiefs, picked, Ra- Raiders. Chiefs, Raiders, boy, don't even get me started. <laughs> I mean, that was, I mean, I'll talk about the Chiefs again. I mean, it's going to be more of the same, but I still can't believe how much they struggled to move the ball against the Raiders. But I mean, and people were up in arms about your Mahomes take. I mean, that people were, I got some support, but I got, <laughs> got a some... lot of pushback, which yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Mahomes is trash by any means. I just no. think, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's crazy to knock him from one to maybe three to maybe five. I don't think that's crazy at all. I don't think, I mean, he's, I saw a graphic earlier. I showed you, he's basically got the same stats as Russell Wilson. Yeah. Russell Wilson's got a worse record. They started off worse, but I mean, you know, I mean, we would be saying the same thing if this was Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers of the past, Peyton Manning, if they were in their prime underperforming. That's the, and that's the thing about this that gets me so animated. I'll use is the fact that, I am old enough to know the Patriots era. Like, obviously, I wasn't this age and could really reason when they won their first three, but I could absolutely, when they were winning their last championships, I watched sports television daily. I paid attention to news outlets. And any time they possibly could, it was never like, oh, but it's the Chiefs, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, like it always is. They would love to discount the Patriots. Some people would be like, okay, it's that's Tom Brady. But it took until the fifth ring against Atlanta to where they're like, oh, well, this is Brady. This is Belichick. They went through their 10-year drought. But even still, like, they would discount Brady. Oh, now it's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it's still Peyton Manning. Oh, it's like. They never really wanted to give him the crown. They didn't want to give. It took. It really, once the 28-3 to comeback, that fifth Super Bowl was like, okay, he has more than Montana now. But Mahomes, they've given it to him since, even before he won. It's just like, okay, it's Mahomes. He can't do anything wrong. And unfortunately, I mean, he can do wrong. That's just the human nature of the game and the human nature of everything. Like, it's fine. He's good. Like, clearly great. He's just not having a great year. To the Brady point, I don't think they ever crowned him as the best in the league until what you said. I agree. But they at least, they never really knocked him. Right, because yeah. he was so consistent. Yeah, well, right? yeah, he, he didn't have bad. His bad seasons were the only time he had bad. a down year was like when he came back from the ACL. Mm, that was my, still, I think, twenty nine to twelve, maybe, and that wasn't even terrible at that time. Right, and my thing is, I'll use Russ again. Russ last year completely fell off, but clearly had a like one of the worst head coaches of all time, mm. and people couldn't wait to write him <laughs> off. Like, could not wait. No, could not wait, and it even continued into this year until he really, towards the middle of the year started balling out and even at the beginning of the year he wasn't playing bad he wasn't he was kind of playing sloppy but mm-hmm. it was a new offense and such and people couldn't wait to write him off and i get it mahomes deserves a long leash of in terms of you know blame but my point is it's week 16 right or we're going into week 17 now yeah if it's the whole season it can't just be the receivers it can't just be you gotta give some to mahomes and again i think i said this last time it might not have been in the clip but I think I give more of the blame to Andy Reid more than anything. 
Yeah, uh, you do, I would say you have to give the blame to the coach because he's control of the entire team. It's not just the one position. But we can't give Mahomes all the praise, especially for last season and going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. We give him all the praise. He's doing this with Juju and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, obviously, Travis Kelsey's there, but who else does he have? Jarek McKinnon, he's making into an actual viable option. And then he has the same cast of people, and now it's only the receivers can't get open. and ever Like, they're... The separation is not there. That is a fact. But also the fact is that Mahomes is throwing bad balls. That pick that he threw last week, that was a bad ball. It's okay. You throw bad balls sometimes. I watched Tom Brady throw plenty of bad balls. It happens. But anyways, I have, going to the game, <laughs> I have Cleveland 22-7. to You're right. This is one of those spots that possibly could be Something to where, oh, okay, the Cleveland might, it's on a short day rest. Um, Amari Cooper is not there, so that could make this more interesting after his historic day for the Cleveland Browns. But I just think the Jets can't score. It's funny because this was supposed to be the Aaron Rodgers return game, which would have mm-hmm. been insane yeah. to put him against this Cleveland defense at home on a short week with their offensive line. Uh no surprise to me, anyway, that he's actually not coming back. Aaron Rodgers is a bit of an egomaniac and, you know, loves to stir things. And, you know, he's playing the whole, oh, yeah, would have came back type yeah. shit. But I don't know. This is exactly what I expected. And if he would have came back for this game, his ACL would have been fucking ramen noodles by the end of the game. Yeah, Miles Garrett, <laughs> Miles Garrett would have eaten him alive. By the <laughs> second possession. So... Yeah, but no, I mean, hey, the Browns should get it done. They're looking like a contender, which is crazy mm-hmm. being down their starting quarterback and their best offensive player. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm amazed. I really I mean, I said a few weeks ago I think Stefanski should be coach of the year. There's other worthy candidates, like more than worthy candidates. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me just coaching job, Stefanski going through four quarterbacks, losing his best offensive player, and still just being able to chug along like nothing happened, like they're still performing as well, if not better, than six weeks ago. Yep. I'd say better with Flacco. Uh, yeah. That's insane to me. And that's a that's a coaching job more than well done to me. I agree. I agree. I would, I would right now give him coach of the year. I think that there's other, as you said, other coaches well-deserving. Dan Campbell, obviously, we, we projected the Lions to win the division. It's one thing to do that. It's another team, thing to possibly have your team get to 13-4, and four, especially that franchise who hadn't done it in 30 years. Um D'Amico Ryan, uh, Shane Steichen's done a pretty good job. So, like, there's other coaches that have done well, but Shane, uh, Kevin Stefanski's done a great job. For sure. Uh, speaking of Dan Campbell, we can jump to Saturday's game, which is Detroit heading to Dallas, to Jerry World. Dallas is favored by four and a half. What is your thoughts on this game? It's a weird game. Uh, I really thought the Cowboys were going to pull it out last week. Mm-hmm. Big win for the Dolphins. Yep. Um I don't I don't feel much better about the Dolphins even after the win, which is kind of mm-hmm. unfair to them. And I'm not really sure if I feel much different about the Cowboys. Um, had they won last week, I think I might have I might have picked the Cowboys to go back to back against the Lions, right? Mm. But I also could have seen myself picking the Lions because maybe it means more to the Lions than the Cowboys. Now the Cowboys are really in the same spot they were last week where like, can you beat a good team? Yes, they beat the Eagles, but can you can you beat the Lions now? And it's going to be, of course, in a dome. 
in Dallas. Um, and again, I do think it means a little more to the Lions. So it's hard. Uh, the Cowboys, what'd you say? It was five and a half? Uh, four and a half. Four and a half? Yep. I mean, they do have the better all-around team. I'm interested to hear what you have to say because I really don't know where I'm going to go with this one. So I I was thinking about these picks earlier, and I was going back and forth with this one because I was like, can I really see Dallas lose three in a row? Like contender losing three in a row. But then I thought to myself, well, Philly and San Fran already lost three in a row each this season, and we both consider them still contenders. So you can be a contender and lose three in a row in this season. It's like Detroit – can you go into Dallas where Dallas seems to be almost unbeatable? They can't play typically on the road, but at home they've been great. And the thing I think I'm going with Detroit here mm. and I'm going with Detroit 27 to 24. Reason being is even though Dallas right now seems to be reeling a bit, they've be, they've played pretty decent over their last two games against uh, winning opponents, like against the Dolphins. They didn't play terrible. They didn't make play, some plays down the stretch, but a missed field goal, and we'd be saying how they still beat a team that was very good. And then, obviously, the Eagles, they're offensively, they weren't clicking on all cylinders, but they still played well, and then they kicked a lot of field goals, 133-13. to 13. You obviously ran over the Eagles. But Detroit has the exact formula to beat Dallas, which is just running the ball and making the game physical offensively and controlling the game with Gibbs and David Montgomery. They can do that. It is really going to come down to me is if Goff doesn't turn the ball over. I think if Goff can limit the turnovers, they can keep up with Dallas and they'll be able to sneak out a win. If not, if this game got ugly on one side, I think Dallas would make it ugly. But I do have. I think this game is going to be down to Jared Goff will not make dis, uh, mistakes. Twenty-seven, twenty-four, Detroit. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. It's going to be a playoff game, um, only game on Saturday. So it really is going to feel like a playoff game to some degree. Yeah. Uh, great matchup. I'm going to roll with the Cowboys. We'll say twenty-six, twenty-seven. Cowboys by one. Ooh. A late second drive field goal or anything like that, or game winning field goal for game Brandon for... Aubrey. Yeah, I like. He's been money. Clearly, he hasn't missed a K. Well, he's been money. They've got a steal there. They've got an absolute steal. And game that should have been flexed into the. We, unless you want to move on, that was the next game that was on there. We go right into it. Okay, Miami heading to Baltimore. This should be the Sunday night game. This should be the Sunday night game. Uh, Baltimore is minus three and a half right now. This one's tough because the trend of the NFL season would be that the Dolphins win this game just because the Ravens beat up Mm -hmm. on the Niners. Uh, That was a Monday night game, so this is a short week for them. Yep. Dolphins also coming off a tough game, though. Uh, that That was a grinded out game against the Cowboys. Can I see the Dolphins going back to back weeks against? Two contenders, mm-hmm. essentially. Can I see? And it's in Baltimore. Yes, I'm gonna tri- I'm gonna triple check that because I don't know why mentally I thought it was gonna be in, but I believe I'll say this: if it's Lamar, in Baltimore. if Lamar wants his second league MVP, this is the week to cement it. Uh, yeah, I believe they end with the Bengals. That's their Week 18 game. No Steelers. Steelers. Okay. They end. They end with that rivalry. In and that uh, game. and who knows? I mean, this one's essentially for the number one pick. I gotta go with Lamar. I'm going to roll with Lamar mm-hmm. on this one. We'll say 27 to 20, 28, 20. 
28 to 20. I agree. Um, I think Lamar will lock up the MVP. Even if you could feel Christian McCaffrey should win it, I think this is a game that Lamar will lock it up. They'll have the one seed. They'll I'll have quality wins. Okay, we beat Detroit. We beat Seattle. We beat the Rams. We beat San Fran. We beat the Dolphins. And it's weird because they're, he's playing against some MVP candidates. Like, obviously, Tua and Tyreek were in the conversation earlier. Obviously, McCaffrey, Purdy last week. And if he goes through and beats both of them, I think it's Lamar's. It's Lamar's right now to lose. And he could lose it because we've seen Brock Purdy lose it. We've seen Dak Prescott lose it. We've seen Brock Purdy lose it again. We've seen, I think multiple, multiple people have lost the award already. But I do have Baltimore. I think it's going to be 28 to 23. Speaking of picks, though. Yeah. You seem like a karaoke guy. We were <laughs> at karaoke last night. Yeah. What would be your pick? For karaoke. Um, it really depended on the mood. Last night was would have been Find Your Love. It would have been Drake Find Your Love. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> like last night would have been Drake Find Your Love. Because I was trying to think of it because we heard everything from a bunch of country, and then we heard Humble, which threw me off, and then we heard like some other we heard like other music. Beyonce was dropped a couple times. Uh so it was more so I would want a song that people could vibe to, sing along. And that wasn't too like, I'm going for it too much because the girl sang easy on me. And I was like, if you are not that great of a singer, like you have to be a really, really good singer to sing that Adele song. That's just a tough song to sing. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to be like, OK, I have nothing. Whitney Houston and just go there. Like, <laughs> like not me, like going up there and doing that song. You're like, OK, now I got to really. So find your love. Easy song to go with. People could vibe to it. And I think it'd be nice. Okay. I think that right. right now, uh, I could switch it up to like, I don't know, something by Creed because I'm garbage, but like <laughs> <laughs> but like right now it would be that. Okay. All right. Do you have a song at all? Like that I would sing? Yeah. That you sing go with that you'd feel? I'm not much of a singer, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of people aren't when they do karaoke. One dude killed it last night. Though. Yeah, no, he did. That song "Funeral," which I'd never heard. Funeral. There's a couple that the one that sang Beyonce. I, I can't Beyonce. I can Beyonce. Beyonce I care. When she went came, I was like, oh, okay. She was she, all right. Um, I'd probably do something along the lines of "Humble." I'd do like a hype rap song, probably. He be um, Mo Bamba. <laughs> Mo Bamba. Maybe "Dreams and Nightmares." Oh, Maybe "Dreams and Nightmares." I feel like that's a good. I mean, that's a national anthem at this well, point. All you, so The second hold up, wait a minute, Kyle, you don't even have to say the rest of the lyrics. Like everybody else is going to be saying, you're just going to hold the mic up. You don't even have to say anything else. So that wouldn't be a bad one to do at all. As long yeah, as you wrap good. the first part, the second part you, you've got covered. Yeah, it's got to be an anthem like that. It'd be yeah. either Dreams and Nightmares or I don't know. I don't know. Annie that, Up. <laughs> yep, yeah. Uh it would be it would be something in that vein. You'd have to hit yeah. him with a classic. Of course. Uh anything like classic Biggie would be good too, because like everyone kind of knows that. So, someone did hit him up last night. That was an interesting choice. Yeah. Especially since the last two minutes is just pop talking shit. Yeah. And they was, let it they let it kind of ride and she was done. He or she was done. I forget. It was a she. But like it the the she. thing about it is when you're going in doing that, it's too long. Like you don't want you don't want one of those songs that like that's a classic song. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to make it seem like it's not, but it's just like five minutes 
No one wants karaoke for five plus minutes. You need to be in there for 2.30 to 3.30 and go. No one wants five minutes of you. I'm sorry, but like we don't want five minutes of you. I'm so, like, especially not hit him up. No, especially not hit him up. Like if Tupac was alive right now and he was performing performing that song, he'd give you the first verse, the chorus, a little bit of the second verse, and probably cut it off and move to the next song in his set. He wouldn't give you the whole song. So I'm looking forward to R and B night tomorrow though. R and B night's gonna be interesting. I just don't know how it's gonna go down, but I am interested. I'm assuming it. it's just R and B DJs, but if it's just strictly karaoke, strictly I'm, karaoke, DJ. I'm expecting it's just gonna be an R and B vibe, which is dope. Yeah, it's my type of shit. All right, well, moving on, we got our New England Patriots heading to Buffalo. Buffalo is favored by thirteen and a half. I'll say right now the Pats cover. Um, I'll say 24-17. Yeah. Um, with, Bills. Bills. Yeah, yeah, I figured. Um, with the Bills losing earlier to the Patriots, I feel like there's zero way they lose the game. Especially but I, at home. Especially at home, especially what the stakes are right now. Like, earlier in the season, you can get away with a loss. Right now, they're fighting for a playoff spot. So I could not – I would be baffled if they lost this game. But I do think the Patriots can cover – I've got this game in the vein of 27 to 17. Got them scoring a little bit more than you, but I think around 17 for the Patriots. Their defense will give them one turnover, get them in plus territory. Bailey Zappi's playing well, too. He, Bailey he really Zappi's is. Keep, is earning him a spot on the roster. He's not earning him a starting spot right now, but he's earning like before, like three weeks ago, I was like, they just get rid of them both. I wouldn't mind having Bailey Zappi as your backup because at least he knows the offense. He can come in and he's showing that he can at least have you compete in a game. So I would not mind that at all. It's really interesting because we've heard, it's funny, speak, you know, our guy Joe DiZazzo. Shout out Joe. He had the Pats at like 13 wins, which is insane before know. the season. I had no idea. And then we were talking about it and he was like, man, their offense is kind of archaic. They don't have weapons, this and that, which he was right. And a lot of people said they don't have weapons. I'm going to turn this back to Joe in a sec, but yeah. I'm impressed with how Bailey Zappi is maneuvering with these weapons, lack of weapons, whatever you want to call it. But he's moving the ball certainly more than Mac Jones. It's funny to me, though, because Joe then said today, because we were he's one of them that was arguing with me about Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And he was saying how Mahomes doesn't have weapons. And I'm like, would I like Mahomes' weapons more than the Patriots. I'm not necessarily sure with Kelsey, probably, but he did make a point. I mean, it is kind of it's pretty close. I would say the Chiefs are probably a little more athletic, but the Pats' weapons do look good. And you know, you got to figure they lost Kendrick Bourne. The um, Patriots, the Patriots overall, the Patriots have a better receiving core. Obviously, when you had Travis Kelsey into any mix, it's going to kind of skew that your way. But, like, if you're just breaking down Rasheed Rice, Valdez Scantling, Justin Watson, uh, McCall Hardman, Kadarius Toney, and then we have Demario Davis, um, Kendrick Bourne when healthy. Pop Davis has looked good. Yeah, he has looked good as well. Uh, Tyquan Thornton, he's just a speed guy. He kind of does, like, what Marquez Valdez Scantling does. He just kind of get. So, like, the receivers that we have, um, also, I don't want to leave out Juju Smith-Schuster, who was on the Chiefs last year, or Devontae Parker. So, Joku, look at oh, him. He looks like an all-pro. Yeah, no, he, they, he looks like a top 
three tight end to me right now. He's he's so athletic, and like there was a point like a couple years ago. We're watching the game as as it's on there, uh, but there's a couple years ago where he just has stretches of and has plays where he's just very athletic, like he's up there with some of the other tight ends, especially with the ball in his hands. So I'm glad that Joe Flacco is featuring him more because he deserves it. But yeah, moving on. Chiefs, I do think, have similar weapons to the Patriots. And uh, people are blaming Mac Jones, not blaming Patrick Mahomes. Neither here nor there. Uh, 27-17 Bills will move on. Atlanta going to see Chicago. Chicago is favored by three. This is an interesting game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Falcons are just so tough in general to cap, whether it's Heineke or whether it's Ritter. (sighs) They spread the ball around more with Heineke. Yes, Kyle Pitts is more of a human with Heineke. Like when Kyle Pitts, when Heineke's there, you can actually pick up Kyle Pitts for fantasy. If he's not there, he won't get touched. Thing is, is it's still Taylor Heineke, who I think is good, who I think is in this league especially is starter, starting level QB. Uh, but Fields has been playing much better. The Bears' defense has been playing much better. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons, their defense, they got one of the top red zone defenses in the league. I think this is going to be right in the vein of where all the Falcons games are, which is in that high teens to mid-20 zone, one possession game. <laughs> they always seem to win or lose by two. I got a score of 24-22. It's just where am I going to put it? I'm going to give it to the Falcons, even though I don't think I should. I have a hard time believing they'll win at Soldier Field, especially if it's cold. But it seems like they're due for a win. Let me check the weather before I truly make my pick. I got the score there. I'll go in on. I think I have Chicago in this game. And I've got Chicago winning this game. I'd have it around 23 to 18. I like Justin. I just like Justin Fields more. He can make plays with his feet. Uh, They seem to be gelling. Like him and DJ Moore have a nice connection. And the team seems to have faith in Justin Fields at this point. Obviously, there was a point in time where you hear the rumors around the league like, oh, Justin Fields doesn't really know the playbook and whatever, whatever. But right now, this team seems to have a continuity to it that Bears teams of the past couple years haven't had. Even though they're not really winning as many games, they're still competing in games. They're still playing hard. They're playing for their coach and they're playing for their players. So I think that Brown's touchdown. So I think that I have the Bears in this 23-18, even though Atlanta needs the game. I'm going with the Bears. It's going to yeah. be about 33 degrees Fahrenheit. on Sunday. I think that Celsius. I think that favors Chicago. Uh, you know what? No, fuck it. Keep mine. Oh, okay. It's Heineke. It's Heineke. Okay. Heineke's, Heineke's used to that bad weather. He played in D.C. He played in Maryland, so... I was going to say, he's not afraid of a moment. I mean, we saw him kind of go toe-to-toe for three quarters against Tom's. Like, he's not afraid of a moment. Um, so next, we've got Tennessee going to Houston. Houston's favored by four and a half. CJ Stroud has cleared concussion protocols. He will be starting in this game. Is it going to be Levis, or is it going to be Tannehill this game? That I don't know. I want to say Tannehill, but um, let me check and see. But... CJ Stroud, I know, will be starting. It is in Houston. 
boy. I think it's going to be an ugly game. Yeah. I feel like Rabel is, to his credit, still has his team motivated, still has his team playing hard, regardless if it's Levis or Tannehill. Looks like it's Levis starting. Okay. Regardless of they're in or out of the postseason picture, they still seem to be playing hard. I'm going to go with the Texans with Stroud at home. But I do think it's going to be a closer game. I'm going to say 21 to 17, Houston Texans. I think it'll be a, a little bit for CJ to hit a rhythm after the first quarter. But I think once he kind of gets back in the rhythm, gets a few drives under him, they'll kind of pick up where they left off for the most part. I've got the Texans in this game 27 to 20. I do think it's going to be a harder-fought game for most of it, but then the Texans just show that they're a little bit better of a team right now. Yeah, I mean, these are the games that I have such a tough time with at the end of the season is the divisional games. Yeah. As we saw with the They can go anyway. They can go anyway. The Titans could win this game 24-12, to and CJ is just not feeling right or whatever, but these games are tough. These games are tough. Who we got next? Uh, next, we've got Raiders going to Indy. Indy is favored by three and a half. Weird game. I'm rooting for Indy to fall out. Mm-hmm. Even though I shouldn't. They're like they're pretty fun to watch. The, the Bills are in. Looks like the Broncos are not going to get in, especially since no. they're benching Russell Wilson for financial reasons. No, they basically they basically said, "Hey, we're getting a new quarterback next season, and Russ, you're going to sit next. You're going to sit here." Colts put up points at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Raiders going west to east. I mean, it's yeah, it's going to be the Colts. I'll say twenty-eight seventeen Colts. Ooh, I actually have the Raiders winning this game. I like the way they're gelling. Obviously, they're coming off back to back huge wins. Your huge win of winning, scoring 63 in a game and then beating your rival, what's been the monster of your division, the Chiefs. And I think they're rolling. I don't think they're going to overlook this game because they're not like they're playing really. I mean, they're playing for a playoff spot because they're now playing their way into it. I like the way this team is looking defensively. They've two touchdowns over the last two touchdowns last game, two touchdowns the game before. Not that they're going to get to this game. But I do think they can create some turnovers. I've got this game 24 to 21 Raiders. I do like how Antonio Pierce hasn't playing. I yeah. hope he gets the job. I think, I think it's a foregone. I, like, I think it should be rather, I should say, a foregone conclusion at this point. Like they were looking dead in the water and then this team's got energy. He can go into the office and say, we scored 63. We beat the Chiefs. This is in a short span of time. This defense is fired up. This organization's fired up. I would agree, except they had an interim coach a couple years ago, Rich Bisaccia, yep. who got them to the playoffs, mm-hmm. played really well, and they replaced him with Josh McDaniels. Yeah, so. look, it, the key word is should be a foregone conclusion. Like There is no reason for him not to be the coach next year. At least he deserves that. But will he? It's the Raiders, so we'll see. Uh, Rams going to New York to face the Giants. Giants are five and a half point underdogs. Tyrod Taylor starting this game. Tyrod Taylor is starting this game. This is, an, this is another one. It's going. That's tough because Tyrod Taylor is probably better than Tom. He's definitely better than Tommy DeVito. Let's be real. Yeah. And you know he's good enough. He's a games game manager. 
It's a game manager. You know what I mean? Like, he just yeah. hardly ever turns the ball over. He can get you deep a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're so well coached, right? Like, you automatically, you put the Rams to win this game, but Dable has them looking a lot like they did at the beginning of last year, where maybe they're not the most talented team, but they're certainly not going to beat themselves. Whereas earlier in the year, they were beating themselves and uh, with sloppy football. They've gotten away from the sloppy football. Yes. Um, so I think this is going to be a tougher game. The Rams do need this game, although they're in the playoff picture. I do not think it's going to be easy at all. Uh, man, I just had one that was 21-17. Let's say 23-21. to 21. Almost said St. Louis, but the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. And I would not at all be surprised if the Giants win this game. Um, I know what you're saying. I'd be a little shocked, but not like surprise, surprise, just because I think that this team, the Rams are a professional team. And I mean that in the sense of you have McVay, you have Stafford. They've been to moments like this. Obviously they won a Super Bowl a couple years back and they know that they're going to, they put themselves in pretty solid position right now to make the playoffs. And when they're in the playoffs, they could be dangerous to whomever they play. I do think it's going to be close, though, just because the Giants are now playing with nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And they have, they'll throw a few trick plays at you. They'll throw a few. Uh, they're going to play hard. They want to get as many wins as possible. And Tyrod Taylor is a good quarterback, a good, a solid quarterback, I should say. Uh, 26 21 Rams, though. I think that they'll, ed- they'll be able to squeak a game out. All right. And uh, the team that got beat. The last team we saw, we got beat San Fran going to Washington. Washington is 12 and a half point underdogs. Great bounce back spot. Absolutely. 31 14 Niners. That's all I have to say on it. Um, Big game for CMC reasserting himself into the MVP conversation. I think it'll be a legit debate between him and Lamar after this game. And then people are also going to want to throw Mr. Brock Purdy in after he has a huge game as well. I 35 to I'll give him 16, 35 to 16. I, they should run all over this team. If they don't, if this game is close, I'm not going to like raise the, like a white, like the problem, problem flag, but I'm going to look and be like, what's going on here. There might be a little something because there is no reason that this commander's team should be anything. Should do anything with this roster, especially coming off the loss you just came off of. Shout out, seven Brees. seven. Shout out, Brees Hall. Alrighty, Carolina is going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville oh, is man. favored by six. Um, one thing I wanted to quickly point out. Shout out to our guy Tim, Giants fan. Uh, Trevor Lawrence's stats and Daniel Jones' stats, they put a graphic like for those first 48 games. They are dangerously similar. And I mean, like... Do you remember what they looked like exactly? This is intriguing uh, to me. Uh, give me two seconds, talk about the game, and I'll bring it up and read <laughs> it off to you. Well, I mean, look, that's all you need to know. The Panthers are arguably the worst team in the league, and the Jags are only favored by under a touchdown. I'm assuming... Lawrence is playing. Last I saw, he was trending towards playing or progressing towards playing. Yep. Um, so for them to be favored, at it's in Jacksonville? Yes. At home, you're favored under a touchdown? Against Pan- the against Panthers? Against uh, one win team, two win team? Two win team. Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> they're not good at all. Jags should take care of business. 
I'll say they win by 10, 30 to 20. And that's being nice. This better is, win by 10. This is a great spot. And I mean a great spot for them to try to get right. Um, I don't know if they can get to 30 right now. They don't seem competent enough, but I don't think that the Panthers can beat them, even though they played a very tough game against the Packers last week. I got this game about 24 to 17. And go on before I go say what I'm saying. I'll say this about the Jags. I never thought this was a contender season for them anyway. I thought they'd be a little better. Like this inconsistency I thought would have been more so towards the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, they just seem like a more explosive version of last year's team. Whereas last year, they could win you a game, they could lose you a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, shit, they got down 27-0 to Brandon Staley's Chargers. Sure, they won that game, but they also, I mean, that was a microcosm of their season right there. Yeah. Being down 27-0 to a team you probably shouldn't be down 27-0 to, and then they come back and win. Uh, so I'll say this, next year is the year for them, for me. Yeah, like, they need to make a couple moves in the offseason, and then they should they should be. That's the one where I'm going to take them seriously because I expected, by and large, I expected this this year. Maybe yeah. a little more consistency, but I expected them to, you know, not be the fruit mm-hmm. of the of the AFC South. Maybe yeah. I expect them to win it, but I thought it was going to be a little bit of a challenge. I think I had the Titans challenging them before the year. Uh, next year should be the year, year four for Trevor Lawrence explosive offense they got talent on defense they got doug peterson as a coach there is no reason why they shouldn't be a 12-win team next year of course Absolutely. part of that has to do with schedule schedule um, and now their division looks like it's tougher like the afc south like doesn't tougher, look like it's a, obviously you got cj stroud you got anthony richardson who's going to come back next year and then the titans are always well coached with mike vrabel if he's still there next year which he should be i'm gonna say it again if trevor lawrence is everything we've heard he is which he's not by the way because again we're going into year four they should be a, at least an eleven-win team. Ten and seven, ten and seven. I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe it just doesn't look good to me. That looks average to me. Ten and seven, but eleven wins, eleven wins. You should be creeping up towards elite. And with all the talent that they have, even if Trevor Lawrence isn't meeting expectations, you should still be able to. Get they should. Team to they should wins. be where the Dolphins are right now. Yeah. Next year, like the Dolphins. We take the Dolphins as like fringish contenders where like if they got there, we'd be like, okay, this is a really good season for the Dolphins. But if they lost in the divisional, we'd be like, okay, it's a building block. Let's see. Like next year, we've really got to go for it. Like they should be at least that next year. And not for nothing. I don't think, I think Peterson's, I want to say overrated. That's unnecessary to say, but there's times where I'm baffled by his play calling and I'm baffled by his decision making mm-hmm. uh whether you know whether it's going for two at a specific point or going forward on fourth down or you know those kind of things yeah so he is a super bowl winning coach i'm not you know there's far worse coaches in the league oh, absolutely most definitely but there's some times where i'm like mm, okay i see why i got fired from philly <laughs> even though i thought that was a early firing but i mean hey philly bounced back oh flag was a stewart pick i don't know what he was looking um, at there so, yeah, no, next year Jacksonville's really got to be on their bully, be on yes. their bounce back because, hey, yes. if it's another year of this for Trevor Lawrence next year. They won't win the division. They won't, A, they won't win the division because, yeah, like you said, Houston's going to be rising. It'll be difficult for Houston too because I think, you know, no one's going to take 
they're not going to take anybody by surprise next year. No, I and, just, uh, just like know. the Colts are not going to be. You're you don't have now a slouch in the division. Not the way CJ's played, uh, the way Steichen's even just coached this team with Gardner Minshew, and they're going to have a new wrinkle in Anthony Richardson because of his legs. We saw early in the season that his legs helped them win games. Titans and, should be a little better, and then the Titans should be a little bit better. Even if they go with Levis, you basically what you're saying is you got a whole year in an offseason of Levis learning the system more being able to actually work with these receivers even more as the number one guy. So every team should get better in that division going next year. And the and Jags need to follow suit. We didn't even mention this. We talked about the Texans before. They're still in play for the division crown. Mm-hmm. So are the uh, Colts. Huge, huge game. Yeah, huge game for each team this week. So, I mean, I don't think the Jags are going to lose to the Panthers. But, man, if they were for some reason to slip up, they could fall out of the playoffs entirely. I don't. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't. I don't predict it, but you never know. Like I wouldn't have predicted them losing all these games that they have thus far. So like, they I, are a five hundred team outside of England this year. Yeah, in the states, they're a five hundred team. It's just, or maybe even below five. They're below the five hundred now. Week, so. They're below five hundred now, which is crazy. Um, so I do want to read these stats off real quick. Trevor Lawrence, 12,204 yards. Daniel Jones, 11,992. So about hmm. 250 yards off. This is through their first 48 start. And Trevor Lawrence hasn't missed a game. Uh, no, right? he has not. Um, their, Jones has missed Yeah, some. First 48 starts. And then uh, Trevor Lawrence, 66 total touchdowns. Daniel Jones, 64. Total turnovers. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 53. Daniel Jones, 54. Completion percentage, Trevor Lawrence, 64, Daniel Jones, 63. Quarterback rating, Trevor Lawrence, 85.5, Daniel Jones, 85.4. Uh, Trevor Lawrence's records, 20 and 28. Daniel Jones is 19 and 29. So what you're telling me is Trevor Lawrence is just a tick. Like two touchdowns, one less turnover, 1% better completion percentage, 0.1 quarterback rating, one win, Better than Daniel Jones. He's pretty much had one better game than Daniel Jones in totality when it comes to it. I'll say this, what that doesn't account for. So is Trevor Lawrence right now, is he going into his 49th game? Is that what Um, I believe this was, I believe that was posted like a couple weeks ago. But that has been looming around. I understand that doesn't take fully, I mean, doesn't give as much context with the Urban Meyer year and things like that. And that's what I was going to say. What that doesn't have... For context, is the Urban Meyer year for him, and then Daniel Jones before Dable, they had some horrific front or front office years. Um, Jeez, and Joku's going and off Joku's right going now, off. and he's gonna score. Maybe nope. nope, got in the red zone though. He is going off right now. Sorry, sorry, but uh, yeah, here's the thing: there's been incompetency on both sides. So like, we we know the Giants for the incompetency, and then obviously the Urban Meyer year. So like. But being on a stat with Daniel Jones in comparison typically is not going to be a great stat for you. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great stat. It's not a great stat. That's not like when you see, oh, you're in the same company with, oh, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, and Joe Montana. You're like, oh, that's a pretty good company. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not mad at being on a graphic with those guys, but this one, a little tough. Brown score 14-7 now. This or might be a shootout. This could be a shootout. Um, Simeon Flacco. But speaking of another team who needs a win, another win, I should say, Arizona is going to see Philly. Philly minus by is uh, favored by ten and a half. 
This is tough because even though Philly has, or sorry, even though Arizona has a ton of warts. Yep. Kyler's playing for something. Yep. This is only what, like a six game probably. Um, if that. And uh, their def- Philly's defense isn't good. No. Kyler's gonna put up numbers. I could see Philly losing this game. I hope, like, just oh, thirteen seven. It is. I hope that they do, just because, like, I like you. I kind of do like the chaos, and this would be massive chaos. I'm gonna go with the chaos pick, then. I'm gonna go. No. Oh. 28-24 Cardinals of Arizona. Ooh. So, um, is it just that you feel like Kyler Murray? Why do you feel like... Because this is your Super Bowl pick. The Eagles were a Super Bowl pick. Why do you feel was. that... Or was. Sorry. The Eagles were your preseason Super Bowl pick. Why do you feel that Arizona's going to beat them? The defense is weak. And Kyler has something to play for. It's really as simple as that. And again, that's why I think these late season games are hard to cap. Because, yeah, and to the general public's eyes, oh, it's Philly over Arizona. But, like I said, Arizona's got something to play for. They got a new coach. Like, they're really trying to do new things. Kyler's Mm -hmm. really trying to get in a rhythm. And he's exactly the type of quarterback that would give them problems. Um, Yes. He can extend plays. That secondary's weak. That's in Philly. Yep. That's a little tougher. Philly's a tough place to play. It could be a little colder, but they just didn't look good against the Giants, and the Giants aren't anything great. They don't have a lot of talent. Uh, I'd say Arizona has more offensive talent than them. You can run the ball on Philly. Um, I think it'll be another wake-up call. Then that'll make that Giants game in Week 18 all the more interesting. They can still take back the division with that game. So Dallas winning, Philly losing just for the chaos. That means that Dallas would have to lose. Actually, if Dallas wins and Philly loses, Dallas is pretty much locked up the division because they play the Commanders in Week 18. If they lose to the Commanders, that's tough. Philly needs this game, um, but I do. I kind of do have it a little bit on upset alert too. Like I think there's absolutely a possibility that the Cardinals could win this game because Kyler can have one of those games where you're like, oh. That's the star quarterback right there. He is. He's also low key, a little bit playing for his job. Like, not that he's a. Not that I think that they should get rid of him at all. I think that you try to get weapons around Kyler and you roll with him. But you never know. Organizations make brash decisions all the time. Like, they could move on, try to get Drake May, maybe Caleb Williams if they could manage. Obviously, the Panthers are looking, or the Bears, I should say, are looking like they have that number one pick locked up. But. I do have Philly in this game. I can't pick it. I do have it close, though. I have it 28 to 25. This is this has got to be a Jalen Hurts game. This has got to be a game where we're looking like, okay, Jalen Hurts was the best player on the field. I think it's got to be a DeAndre Swift game. That's fair, too. I, I think, think they don't feature a, him enough. I think it's got to be an old-school Philly game, which it kind of was in the Giants game. I mean, I missed the third quarter. I missed the comeback. Browns oh, go score, back. go score, go score. Looks like, yep, Browns got it. Um, I think I it'll put be a small a, bet on them getting a defensive touchdown today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I wanted them to score. Uh, wouldn't that be a special teams TD though? Yeah, I'm it's defense slash special teams for got this you. stuff. So got you. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's gonna be an old school for Philly to win. It'd have to be an old school Philly game where mm-hmm. 
it's them controlling the clock. And I feel like I've said this the last few weeks, and I feel like they did get back to that against the Giants, but then things kind of just went haywire. So they need what they really need more than anything is a get right game from their defense, yep. just a dominating or maybe even just causing some turnovers, some sacks. Like they just need that. I mean, if they can't get the defensive line going, they look like a first round exit to me, truly. Um, they're yeah. kind of more so believe it when I see it, but that's where the Cowboys do have a leg up is they kind of could just fall back on their defense, which Philly could do last year, and they no longer can do that. No. So, but, hey, postseason's the third season. Philly is seasoned there. Uh, they got a lot of vets. They still got that offensive line. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I do have this feeling that they're going to turn it around in the postseason, but it's not looking good as well, so... I don't I have kind of the little bit opposite. I think they're going to win this game, but I'm not sure about them in the postseason right now at all. But we're going to move on to a team I actually have a little bit more confidence in right now about who they are. Uh, the Saints going to see Tampa. Uh, Tampa is favored by only two and a half, which is kind of shocking to me. And that's at home, too. Um, do you want to go first? I can take this one, too. I don't matter. I'm taking the Saints strictly because the NFC South just hasn't had any rhythm to it at all it's starting to get rhythm i'm gonna go with the saints though 25 to 22 oh man okay i was not expecting that one um me on the other hand i have tampa because i think that baker mayfield's playing some of the best quarterback he's ever played this team finally feels like it's gotten rhythm again from the first four weeks they've gotten back to what they do they found a true back that they feature often in rashad white i think he's i think he leads the entire league in like snap count like at, at the running back position, they feature him and they're going to feature him. He's a great receiving back plus running between the tackles. I like Tampa in this game. I don't have confidence in the Saints and Dennis Allen. I've got this game 28 to 20. What we got next? Next, we've got Pittsburgh going to see Seattle. That's minus three and a half. This is a must win game for both teams if they care to play late football into January. What's the Steelers record right now? Uh, the Steelers' record right now, I want to say, is five hundred. Or they can't. They don't think they can be five hundred. Hold on, just a second. I want maybe eight and seven. Um, they are a eight and seven team. Yes. Mm. Eight and seven team going to see the eight and seven Seahawks. So both of these teams are above five hundred. And then we'll have the Ravens after that. Who knows if they'll have anything to play for? So maybe Tomlin can still keep his 500 streak alive. That'd be uh, cool. Who is starting this game? Is it Rudolph? Trubi- it's not going to be Trubisky. Is it going to be Rudolph or is it going to be Pickett? I haven't heard anything about it, honestly, yet. I'm not sure they know. I'm going to assume it's Mason Rudolph as of right now. It's, I don't honestly think it makes that much of a difference between Rudolph, Trubisky, or Kenny Pickett. They're pretty much all the same guy. They just do it different ways. I mean, I think Trubisky's the worst out of the three. I don't. Trubisky has a tough time moving the ball. He's he's uh, liable to throw some picks, so I do think he's the worst out of three. And then Rudolph, for whatever reason, just carved up the Bengals yeah. last week. Uh, I'm going with the Seahawks, so it's the Seahawks at home. They're in playoff position officially now. If they win this game, it almost cements it. Uh, I do think it's going to be close. Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, playing for the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close. Excuse me, ugly game. Maybe a kitchen sink game from the Steelers. Uh, 
but man, Seattle is just such a tough place to go play. Yeah. And vice versa, by the way, if this was Seattle going to Pittsburgh, I think that would be a super tough game for the Seahawks as mm-hmm. well. Uh, this is actually a very intriguing matchup. I can't wait to watch this game. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Geno starting. I think they're going to come out on top. 23-17, to 17, Seattle Seahawks. I cannot wait for this NFC playoff picture to shape out. Yeah, I'm... Because if it stays the way it is right now with these seven teams... It's going to be fun. It, it really is going to be fun because... Lights out. Take take the 49ers out of it. They're the number one seed. There's a reason to believe that the Dallas that the Dallas Cowboys, Detroit Lions, and the Philadelphia Eagles all could lose in the first round. There's reason to believe that they could, depending on the matchup they get. Obviously, if they see a veteran team like the Rams, a veteran team, I can say, like the Bucks, or a veteran team in the fact of the uh, Seahawks. Like All of them have veteran coaches that have played playoff games and been in big spots, so they all could go into whatever field on whatever field and win a game. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that. I've got Seattle in this game as well, 20 to 18. It'll be close. I think that the fact that they're at home will kind of just almost solidify this game. I think I would probably go with Pittsburgh if they were at home, but Seattle at home's tough. Seattle at home is tough. Uh next, a game that about 9 weeks ago I was super pumped for. Then I became less pumped for it, and now I'm actually more pumped for it. It's Cincinnati going to KC. If Joe Burrow was healthy, I might pick Cincinnati in a route. But uh, but Joe Burrow is not healthy. It is Jake Browning. Kyle, how do you feel about this game? Well, aforementioned, we just mentioned how uh, Mason Rudolph tore up this Bengals defense. Um, yeah. So it should be a get-right spot for Mahomes. Not a gimme by any means. What's the line again? The line's minus seven, which is a little shocking. That is That's very coming generous. off of what the Chiefs. I mean, I guess they like Vegas thinks that this is a get back spot for the Chiefs because I understand it's in KC, but the Bengals are eight and seven, and they've looked other than the Steelers game last week, they've looked pretty formidable without Joe Burrow these last few weeks. I'll say this: the Chiefs need to look good this game. Oh. If they don't, if it's anything like the last few weeks where they're just struggling on offense, I'm not exaggerating when I say. They struggled to move the ball 30 to 40 yards against the Raiders. Like, it was a grind, and a lot of that was because of Mahomes scrambling for them to even get first downs. Like, they are legit struggling to move the ball. Yes. Uh, The Bengals' defense isn't great. It can show up. Uh, They have experience against the Chiefs. I don't know. The Chiefs need to show up. That's really all I have to say, because if they don't, that's gonna. That was a oh, terrible throw. Go, go, go! You might get it. You're go. gonna get it. You're gonna. Uh, Let's you, go. You there you go. Defensive <laughs> touchdown. Let's go. Pick six. Let's go. I had them, and then I had it parlayed with a, them winning by ten, and it was like ten dollars oh, wow. to win ninety five. So <laughs> let's go. I love it. I love it. Up double digits. Up double digits. Let's go. Just keep it this way. Thank you. Trevor Simeon for giving me that one. Sorry, Kyle, I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> Going to your score, Chiefs Bengals. I'm gonna say 2017. I hope it. Chiefs. Okay, so I don't really care right now if the def- the defense for the Chiefs has looked pretty good to really good all season long. They've looked like a top like six defense this year. This is one of those games that I would hope for their sake. Like if they won 
40 to 37, I'd feel more confident than if they won 20 to 17, because that's at least showing me that the offense is moving the ball and looking like an offense. Again, Mm -hmm. I have more faith in the Kansas city defense than I do than the Kansas city offense. I've never thought I'd say that with a Patrick Mahomes led team, but it's where we are right now. I'm going to go. I'm, you know what? You know what? I was going to go with the chiefs. I'm, I'm done going truck. I'm going with the Bengals. I don't like this Chiefs team at all. I don't think they're great. I don't I don't know if they're good. I really don't. They have they have not looked good over these last few weeks. The same way you feel about Arizona going against Philly, Jake Browning hasn't looked bad. You've got T. Higgins, Jamar Chase might be back, Joe Mixon can run. They've got offensive weapons. I know they're missing DJ Reader, which is tough for them in the middle of the field, and they're missing Sam Hubbard, I believe, still, but they still got Trey Hendrickson, who I think has like 13-plus sacks this season. They still got something to play for. They've got something to play for, too, because they can make the playoffs. And for them, they're not a team where it benefits like, oh, man, we're going to get the 16th pick in the draft instead of having the 18th pick in the draft. Like, that doesn't matter to them at all. They're playing for the playoffs right now. I think they win this game, and I've got this game being 24-22. to Sorry, Kansas City. No, I'm not at all. I couldn't care less. <laughs> but there's that. Um, a game that before the season started would have looked cool. Now, I don't really care for it. Uh, we got the Chargers seeing Denver. Uh, we got Easton Six seeing Jared Stidham. So it's going to be <laughs> one of them ones. Denver by three and a half. Denver by three and a half. But, uh, what do you, I don't, I don't have know. much to say. What I do don't got? know. Um, I'm going to go with a classic score. Denver can't get above 16, but they're going to win this game 16 to 13. Like, what about classic Denver can't score above 16 games? So, um, you know what? They're competent. Yeah. The offense has been competent. It's still yeah, Sean it's been, Payton. In fairness, yeah. Jared Stidham, they paid him quite a bit to be a backup. And Stidham looked good on the Raiders last year. Uh, this Chargers team, as expected, is at least playing harder. Uh, yep. It's in L.A.? Uh, it's in Denver. In Denver? Not that I would have made a it's difference. It's weird. I just want to say they did Russ <laughs> wrong. They did Russ wrong by benching him. They're still... I mean, it's not likely that they make the playoffs, but they're still... I mean, this is completely a financial, contractual decision, which is whack. Someone's going to get a quarterback in Russell Wilson next year that still has ability. Would you be fine with the Patriots getting him? Took the words right out of my mouth. I hope he comes to New England, actually. I think that'd be perfect with the defense. And then if we get Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm all for it, Now, the more I I think about it. um, I'm, to be honest with you... I'm not even the hugest of Russell Wilson's like guys at this moment in time. I think obviously he has taken a little bit of a step back, but if you're not asking him to do much, like if you're asking him to manage a game and be cool on third down, I'm good with that. Like that's like, we have Ramondre. You may get Zeke back and you don't get Zeke back. You can find another duo to find there. That's an easy back to fill. You got Marvin uh, Kendrick Bourne. If you, when we sign him back, I believe we should, Uh, you can pick up a tight end. Like there's, the offense just needs a competent quarterback and a number one for me, and that would be filling both. I, I wouldn't be mad at it, not in the slightest. And that's one of the teams I think you would fit on the most. Who 
did they even have a quarterback? Oh, that was Garrett Wilson. I was like, who the fuck? Um, <laughs> who's this 17? I keep looking at 14 and thinking it's Sam Darnold. Like, I keep thinking Sam <laughs> Darnold's back in New York. It does look like Darnold. I'm going to actually go 38-24 Chargers. You know, 38-24? Meaningless game, meaningless score. You know what, Kyle? These are the games that have, like, random point barrages and, like, no one expects it. So I don't even think that that's, like, crazy. But a game that's the exact opposite, a meaningful division game, Green Bay going to Minnesota. Minnesota is, yes, Minnesota is favored by one and a half. It's a weird game. This is a very weird game. I think by and large, the whole season, I think Minnesota's been the better team. This one's in Minnesota. Yes, it yeah, is in Minnesota. That's where Kirk got injured was at Lambeau. Yes, and Jaron Hall is starting. I was checking to make sure. Jaron Hall is starting. So not with Mullins. Not Nick Mullins, not Joshua Dobbs, clearly not Kirk Cousins. It is Jaron Hall. Still going to go with the Vikings. We'll say 24-23. I might have already picked that score in another game, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a battle. going to lean the Vikings. Uh, they both need it. Basically, whoever loses this game will be officially eliminated from playoff yeah. contention. Yes. And whoever wins this game will have the slightest of chances, unless the Seahawks or Rams cough up a game this yep. week, which could be possible. But I'm going to roll with the Vikings. I am rolling with Green Bay. I do have this game being 24-22, to 22, so right in the same vein that you have it. I think Jordan Love has been playing very good football for what you expect out of him over the last five weeks, really since like the week before Thanksgiving. Um, Aaron Jones is back. He's starting to look like himself a little bit again. I have confidence in this team being able to win this game. I don't know what Jaron Hall is. I know he's got some talent, but I feel like the more veteran Green Bay Packers will be able to pull this game out. And that is that is that. Um, do you have a Monday morning headline for this coming week? Because obviously this is one of those very important weeks in the NFL. Uh, I think I kind of gave it. It would be that McCaffrey has a big game and mm. that the showdown will be McCaffrey and Lamar for MVP going into week 18. McCaffrey. Or, of course, you know, if it goes, even if the Chiefs win, if it's a win ugly, maybe that, you know, people are all the way down to the Chiefs again. Uh, but no, I'm going to go with McCaffrey one. I'm going to go. Oh, good. Jeez. What a punt. Mine is, I do think Lamar is going to lock up MVP, but my, my headline is going to be that Detroit is now the second best team in the NFC. Okay. They beat Dallas. Philly's still reeling. Obviously, San Fran's there. I think Detroit's going to – I think people after this week is going to think, do we have a Detroit-San Fran conference championship possibly heading to our, heading our way? Um, so that – I think ours is going to be – we're going to be talking about Detroit on Monday. It's crazy that we're this far into the season and there's still so much up in the air below San Francisco in the NFC as far as – because a few weeks ago, we would have said Dallas. And a few weeks before that, we still would have said the Eagles. After the Chiefs win, we would have said the Eagles. After the Philly win, we would have said Dallas. San Fran, after the fact that they've gotten everybody healthy, they've looked like a juggernaut. So 
yeah, and then the Eagles lose to Seattle and don't look great against the Giants. Um, I think this week will tell us a lot, especially about those three teams, about the Eagles. If the Eagles can just dominate, cool. Then you get the Giants next week. Cowboys and Lions, like I said, that's essentially a playoff game. Yeah. And a mini playoff game, which we get a lot of those towards this time of the year. Thanksgiving stretch. I, you know, I keep repeating it, but this truly is Saturday night. No, no one else on the slate. Dallas at home against the Lions. The Lions finally have something to play for. They're officially in the playoffs. But, man, this would be a statement game, statement game. And like you said, that would lead into your Monday morning headline with, you know, the Lions really reclaiming that number two spot. Yes. We shall see. Yeah, very much so. I am, I'm interested in this because the playoff picture, as it normally isn't, but it feels more in flux now than it's like – then it's been in a little I like last year was in flux, but I felt like you had like multiple teams that were solidified. Like I felt the Chiefs were solidified, the Bengals were solidified. Obviously the Ravens would have been, but they lost Lamar in the NFC. The Eagles were, the 49ers were. They're multiple like <clears throat> it's the 49ers, it's the Ravens for me. And even then, some people still have a touch of questions about the Ravens because of the playoff success. Have no idea after that. You it's could true. you could tell me and you could tell me the Browns, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Bills all made the the AFC Championship game. You could tell me the uh, Cowboys, the Lions, the Rams, and the Eagles all made the conference championship game, and I'd believe all of them, every single one of them. I have no feel for what the playoffs are going to be, which is I'm kind of happy for because I don't. I don't know. And I'm glad that the Ravens beat the 49ers for the sole fact that like, I now think the 49ers can be beaten by a really good team. Cause sometimes when you get into that stretch, you look at a team, you're like, who's beating that team? Like I always bring up the warriors. Like when the 67 Warriors, it was like six, seven, 15 with Kevin, right? Like who's beating that team? No one's going to beat that team. We already know how the season's going to end. And it ended the exact way. Everyone thought they were, they won in a landslide. So I hope that doesn't, I'm glad that I don't feel like that's going to happen, even though you never know. could happen because the 49ers are just that talented. They could just blow everybody out and win it all. I still think they're far and away the better team. I mean, look, the Ravens narrowed that gap. But I said this the other day when we recorded, I still think the Niners would be favored in the Super Bowl hypothetically. And obviously we'd have to see how those games play out. But, man, the – the Niners are just so talented, and they can just put up so many points. Uh, I mean, shocking to me what happened on Monday. Again, if you would have told me the Raiders, sorry, the Ravens were going to win, I would think they win close because they dominated. And even this still, this is the one outcome I didn't think was going to happen. And even still, one. I mean, I said it then. If they hand the ball off to McCaffrey on third down, even if they get stopped, they still have fourth and goal from the one. They had more than enough chances to get it to a one-score game there. Yeah. Uh, they ran the wrong play, in my opinion, doing a play action. Pass rush got through. They get it at the 10-yard line, 12-yard line, whatever. I think that changed the game. I mean, you know, the score will say different, but, man, they had a chance right there to score, get it to one possession yep. right before the two-minute warning. Everything was in their favor. They got a little cute with it, but, hey. But. Uh, personally, I, I was going to say, I would say that the 49ers would be favored, too, so I do agree with you there. I just think that the way the Ravens are constructed, they present a great matchup for the 49ers. For it's sure. just because they can. And they they're well coached. Yeah, they're very well coached. You've got a quarterback who can be the best player on any field, any given day. And then you've got a defense that is 
very fast, very live, and can get home with four. And that's what you need to beat the 49ers, and that's what the Ravens have. So I think that's what's going to make that would make that interesting. The only other team that I feel could make it interesting, like looking at a defensively cross conference, would be the Browns, but they don't have the offense for it unless Joe Flacco and David Njoku are looking like they did now until the fumble that I just watched. But Ravens beat them, or uh, sorry, Browns beat them. Yeah, the Browns, I know, I was going to say, Browns beat them before, so they can take from that game. Like, the Browns low-key could do it. Like, I'm kind of... I have I want... far more confidence in the Browns right now than I do the Chiefs. Absolutely. The the Browns, to me, are the second or third best team in the AFC. Probably second, between second and fourth. It really depends on the day. Sometimes I give the credit to the Dolphins. Some days I can give the credit to the Bills. Some days I can give it to the Browns. And up with the Browns, it comes down to just Joe Flacco's play. I would say third for me. I would say it's Ravens. Uh shit. See, that's a hard thing. Ravens, Bills, Browns for me would be my top three. See, I'm fine with that. Chiefs four. See, I'm fine with that. It's hard. It's hard. That's hard for me. But I could. I would. You I trust could. the Browns a little. I, I trust the Browns to be what they are. I trust the. You can even right. talk to me. Talk me into the Chiefs being fifth. Oh yeah, no. Dolphins, the Chiefs, Chiefs are kind of a toss-up to the, me. Chiefs, uh, Dolphins are at least more explosive. I, so I you could talk to me. Excuse with, me. Talk me into having the Chiefs all the way down. Since Jalen Ramsey's been back, I under, they've played like some teams. Like they played the Jets twice. They played some teams that haven't had great quarterback play. But since they've been, uh, Jalen Ramsey's been back. That defense has been playing very good. So we'll see if it can stack up against <clears> a really good team this week. If they can play good defense against the Ravens. Maybe this Dolphins team actually can go do something, and but I'm the Chiefs are the fifth best team in the AFC to me right now, and man, listen, if the Texans had everything, I might take them over. Like I got, like I don't have confidence in this Chiefs team right now. Mahomes and Kelsey both look like they don't know what's going on. Like they <laughs> both just look like I don't know what's happening here. We've never had to deal with this before, and Andrew Reid's looking like I haven't had to deal with this since I was like. Since Alex Smith was here, like I have no idea what's going on. They played like, a lot better with Alex Smith, though. Yo, know, they did play much better with Alex this Smith. This is the worst like, an Andy uh, Andy Reid teams look since the Dream Team Eagles or the Kevin Cobb Eagles. Uh, <laughs> now I'm the awesome one when they got that crew together and they went like four and twelve or something like that. Yeah, no, that one I was a big high and a big fall because that off season was crazy, uh, but. Yeah, that's that's everything I have right now. I don't know if you have any other questions, comments, or concerns. I just want to shout out the New York Giants. We hear all the time about class organizations. Yep. I have a friend named uh, Jessica Paliuka who is a nurse at a senior living community Mm -hmm. who had a patient who has Alzheimer's. She reached out to the Giants. The Giants reached out back and sent sent this man more than enough back. I'll say that. Autographed gear. All that reached back out. So that was a pleasant surprise for me to that's, hear. That's truly a class organization. Absolutely. No, that's 100%. I had no idea about that. That is. Shouts to Paliuka, by the way. Shouts uh, to the Giants. Though, absolutely. Too. But that's that's phenomenal. That's great to hear that. Obviously, you you can't do it to every single person that ever had because that's just way too much. But everybody who you can try to affect and give back to that you're going to do that, no, that's great to hear. That's absolutely amazing to hear. Yeah, I believe it was a signed football, signed hat, and maybe a shirt or something like that. But the whole team signed it. Huge Giants fan. Like, that's that's class all the way around the Giants. And you hear that the Giants, Giants, Steelers, Pats, Cowboys, you hear that thrown thrown around a lot for class organizations. Yes. True to the word as far as the Giants go. So 
Absolutely. That's great to Big hear. Big props. Shout out to the Giants for that 100%. I hope you win this weekend now. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I hope you blow out the Rams like I really do now. That was That's good to hear. But <laughs> this was the Warner Brothers podcast. That's Kyle. This is Keenan. That's Castro on Live Take. This is Keenan Warner on Live Take. Check us out there. We're going to be coming with some new content there very, very soon. Going to come with a lot of heat very, very soon. YouTube instagram tiktok you can check out our facebook or twitter again not that active not that live but warner brothers podcast you can find us everywhere thank you we're out